As the opening song suggests, this game ended up being a shame. It was opening night for the Master Batters versus All In 2019 summer spring season. The team took a loss 18-17 after building what looked like an almost insurmountable lead. Some defensive lapses late in the game cost the team a victory in which they outplayed All In almost the majority of the, the entire night. This one was a true giveaway. Game time was at 9.37. Temperatures were cold. It was 40 degrees. It was in the 40s. Winds were whipping. Not very easy conditions to play in, especially being the first game where folks were coming in a little rusty. The hitting didn't suffer, though, for sure, as you can tell by the, the final score of 18-17. Uh, I'll give you the game recap here. So the first inning started out with a typical Captain Jack walk. He let off the season with a walk, and then the Master Batters went three up, three down after that to close out their half of the inning. Then all in came to bat in the bottom half of the second, scored a couple runs on a single and a sack fly to take a 2 nothing lead after one inning. So... Not a bad start after one inning, two nothing. Second inning, Master Bears came back, scored a couple runs from RBI, singles from Bags and Greco to tie the score at two. And then in the bottom half of the second, all in scored five runs after a pivotal gaffe in the outfield with two runners on, none in, and two outs. Bags danced with a pop fly in the wind with the ball landing safely thus allowing five unearned runs to score. So after two innings, it was master batters trailing all in 7-2. It's a shame for Rhino. He, he pitched a whale of a game tonight, and we'll, we'll get to that in the uh, next segment. But the master batters came back in the third. The bats came alive with a Curdy RBI, sack fly, an RBI triple by Jake Kaz. A Stapes two-run bomb. Greco punched in a single for an RBI. And then Eric with an A uh, flipped a wrist shot down the right field line just inside the stripe for a two-RBI double. And after two and a half innings, it was the master batters 10, all in seven. Defensively, in the bottom of the third, all in went three up, three down with some nice defense from Whitehouse, Curdy. Stapes made a scoop to end the inning, and then after three, it was the Master Batters leading 10-7. So things were looking good. The hit parade continued in the fourth as Master Batters pushed five runs across. Fueled by a three-run Stapes, no doubter. He was hot tonight. A Ken Special RBI single and a Ryan Foster RBI single. And after three and a half innings, the Master Batters led 15 to 7, things were looking great. The team shut the door in, in the bottom half of the inning on all in with uh, Jimmy Letzos making a nice basket catch, a little a la Willie Mays. He, again, the, the conditions were really windy out there. He had to slide under the ball and flip the glove out and, and grabbed it. Nice, nice grab in left center. And then Bags made a Kevin Mitchell style barehanded catch in right to end the inning. That was, that was an interesting one. I wish I had the, the film rolling on that one. He reached out with his glove, but the ball stuck in his bare hand. 
for the third out of the inning, and after four, things were looking great. Master batters were up 15-7. to seven. Moving on to the fifth, the, the team scored a run on a state sack, fl- sack fly, scoring Jake Koz, who had previously tripled for a run, making it 16-7. to seven. And that's where things went south. And Curdy, an outfielder by trade, wished that his, his friend Troy Furlong was at the game. Three errors in a grand slam and a few hits later, all in scored nine runs, six of them unearned to tie the game at 16 after five innings. It was a mess. The master batter should have been out of the inning with at most two runs scored, three, as I said, uh, six of them being unearned. But uh, with after five, the, now, now the game's tied, and the hour limit is getting close. But... In the top half of the six, the, the gritty master batters came back, scored a run with a Rhino RBI single, scoring bags who had let off the inning with a single, and that's all they could push across. Then with time running out, time ran out, all in came up to bat. And the inning started well with, with the Kansas Stapes put out, and actually it's the first time in my memory I've seen Ken throw a ball to Stapes where it didn't bounce or go over his head to where the six foot five first baseman would have to jump for it. It was a perfect play right to the chest and the inning started out in grand fashion. Next batter home run though to tie the game and then the winning run was scored later in the inning with a two out single to left for an all in 18-7 win over the master batters. Again, it was uh, opportunity gone awry for, for the team, but all wasn't lost. There's more positives out there than negatives, and we'll get to those in the next segment. Uh, it's nice to hear that music again. Baseball is back. Spring is in the air. I promise you we'll be fighting off the mosquitoes pretty soon and just forget about this cold, miserable start to the spring. Welcome back to the Master Batters opening night 2019 game summary. I mentioned earlier that there was plenty of pluses in this game. In fact, much more than the, the negatives that I saw. One of them being Rhino. If there could be a second player of the game, Rhino was him tonight. He pitched solidly. 11 of the 18 all-in runs were unearned. He walked four batters tonight. Two of them were harmless, never came around to score. The other two were after we should have been out of the inning on a botch fly ball. Rhino had it going, and a lot of the hits that, that All-In did have were Fwizzler types. They did hit a home run or two. Everyone's going to hit that at softball, right? But Rhino did commendable tonight. So good on you, Rhino. Next is Ken. How does he do it? He's like the pinball wizard out there. He's 4 for 4 tonight with four Ken specials, as they're calling them now. One of them was a ground ball to third where, I swear to God, it was dribbling along the ground. Third baseman put his glove down. The ball made a loop over the third baseman's glove, like cartoon style. And then after it passed his glove, continued worm burning on the ground. He's got the magic going. In fact, that one was hit off the end of the bat. That that had so much spin on it, it wasn't funny. But Ken just picks up where he left off and just raking singles. 
including beating, beating the shift that the defense had on him. They were squeezing him, pinching him, and he was still finding holes. Good job, Ken. Jake Cos returned to the lineup. Nice seeing him healthy after coming back from a torn labrum. He's not healthy enough to play out in the field, but he did extra hit tonight. He went three for four, had a couple of triples and a double, scored a few runs. So welcome back, Cos. And Eric with an A, a new addition to the team. He's got some work to do, but he doesn't suck. He got a few hits tonight and made a play or two out in the field. So with time, that hockey player of ours will be our baseball player of ours. So good job, Eric, with an A, as his jersey suggests. Another positive is with injuries and an absence tonight, that put the team in a defensive bind. When Troy Furlong returns, we've got our starting shortstop back. We'll shore up some of that defense, which will allow Curdy uh, to go back to the outfield and, and strengthen that that department. So no worries on the team at all. Really outplayed all in all night long except the defensive lapses. And the team looks really good, looks strong, looks like not a lot of holes in, in, a lot of, in many places where folks would be playing their regular positions, so the outlook is is good. I'm going to get to the player of the game. That was Jason Stapes. Three for three, two home runs, six RBIs, which included a sack fly. The two home runs were no doubters. Right off the bat, they were crushed, so Jason, after the game, I, I caught him, and he gave me a quote, which was, the Grinch was alive tonight. Malcolm Young of ACDC famously played a Gretsch, but Stapes is playing with his bat, which is called Gretsch. So, Stapes, we, we don't have a sponsor for our player of the game, but when we do, and folks out there, you want a sponsor, you give me a call, we'll, we'll give you a free bag of sunflower seeds or something of that nature. I'll be back after this musical interlude for the individual stats and a wrap-up. Welcome back to the podcast where I'm going to now give you the individual stats for the guys who played tonight. Leaning off was Captain Jack. He was two for four tonight with a walk and an RBI, so Jack continues to get on base. Whitehouse had a, an unusual off night. He was one for four tonight, did score a run. Curdy was one for three with a single RBI, which was a sack fly. Kaz came back to the lineup. He was three for four with two triples and a double and an RBI. Stapes with the three at-bats, two home runs and a single for six RBIs and the one sack fly. Jimmy Letzos, he was two for four tonight with a single and a double. Eggs was two for three tonight with two singles, a walk and an RBI. Greco had a nice evening. He was two for four with a couple RBIs. Ken with the four for four and an RBI. Keeps on chugging. Again, he's the team's all-time leader in singles. It would be hard not to be when he generally can't leg one out to second, which he almost could have tonight, but he chose not to wield that speed. Rhino had a great night at the bat. He was three for four with three RBIs, including what looked like the potential game winner when the master batters took the lead in the top half of the sixth, but that was erased with a couple of runs from all in. 
so Rhino had a good night at the plate as well as his pitching prowess. And Eric, with an A, was two for four with an RBI. Actually, two RBIs. He had that wrister that he flinged inside the right field line that scored a couple runs. He ended up getting a double on. Now, I usually have the notables on the the website, but tonight I've mentioned a few. I'll get that going next week. It was uh, kind of quiet out there. I think we had uh, eight eight people out in, in the crowd and three dogs. So hopefully when the weather warms up, we get the crowd going. Next week, the Master Batters have a doubleheader, starting at 8.30 versus Jameson's, and then at 9.30 versus the Scrappers. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you next week when hopefully the Master Batters right the ship with a couple of wins. Goodbye.